0: Welcome to Zen Bones. This is Mark Lesser. Zen Bones is a bi weekly podcast that features conversations with leading spiritual teachers and activists, and it's an exploration of how Zen teachings and practices can inform and support your everyday life. Please support our work by making a donation at marklesser.net, M A R C L E S S E R.net. It would be most appreciated. Thank you. In today's practice episode, I talk about working with change, uncertainty, and transitions. I unpack the teachings of Zen teacher Dongshan, who describes three practices. He calls them the bird path, the mysterious way, and the open hand. Leaving no trace, appreciating the unknown, and living with an open hand instead of a closed fist. And today's Zen Puzzler is about control and letting go of control as a path to finding greater ease and freedom. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's begin today with a short meditation, a short sitting together. Yeah, just uh, stopping, pausing, noticing what it's like to be here. Bringing, uh, bringing some awareness to the body and to the breath. Uh, Breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in, I'm aware that I'm breathing in and breathing out. I'm aware that I'm breathing out. This is one of the uh, earliest teachings of the historical Buddha, uh, where he says, um, this is the path. Uh, the path to finding freedom Um, is awareness, awareness, uh, awareness of the breath, Uh, awareness of the body, awareness of our thinking and awareness of the uh, deep connections and patterns of consciousness and of life. And uh, keeping it simple, just being here, no other place than here, no other time uh, than right now. So feeling flow of the breath. Letting go of our usual to do lists and judgments and just opening opening the mind and the heart. Uh, allowing our minds and bodies to function fully without resistance or uh, without anything extra, letting go of doing anything extra, just being feeling the uh, simplicity and the beauty of being alive. Nothing to get or change or improve. allowing uh, big mind to arise and letting small mind drop away as much as possible. Uh, big mind, right? The mind uh, that cuts through our usual judgments, criticisms, uh, sense of lacking, nothing lacking right now. And please uh, feel free to um, continue sitting, or you can uh, join me as I continue on continue on this uh, this journey. And so I'm I'm going to um, ring the bell. You know, so, I want to talk today about uh, appreciating change and uh, uncertainty. And certainly, we are uh, living in a time of tremendous uncertainty, tremendous uh, lack of clarity, and uh, seems even uh, heightened by. the pace, uh, the pace of change, the pace of change and the questions about how can we find our own sense of ease in the midst of the challenges of our daily lives of making a living of caring for ourselves and for our families and um, finding finding equanimity and freedom in the midst of uncertainty is a core important practice in the world of Zen. And again, I think of Zen as the a code word for being fully human, or for uh, uh, self actualization and helping others. So uh, finding freedom as a means to uh, benefit, uh, benefit everyone, especially the benefit and influence, uh, the people that we love, the people we live with, the people we work with. And I'm often coming back to, uh, different uh, Zen teachers for some guidance in how to find more sense of freedom, equanimity in the midst of, uh, change and uncertainty and transitions. And uh, one of my favorite uh, teachers is Dongshan, who's one of the greatest Zen teachers of all time who lived in 9th century China, which was known as the, the golden age of Zen. And he taught what he called uh, three ways of navigating change. Uh, and these were the the bird path, the mysterious way and the open hand, and I suspect that even during the ninth century in China, there was great, great uncertainty. I think it's part of part of how we humans uh, live and exist in the midst of great challenges and drama, uh, emphasizing the need for. Uh, the bird path, the mysterious way and the open hand and uh, the bird path he describes as the practice of uh, leaving no trace in the midst of activity. Uh, it's like the opposite of a a leader or a person who leaves great um, emotional wakes, right? The people who seem to uh, live and create stress or anger or feelings of lack of uh, lack of equanimity, uh, feelings of lack and scarcity. And the bird path means communicating with clarity, with conviction, with connection and with love uh, for the for our work for ourselves for the people that we influence and are influenced by it's about communicating without creating confusion, without anything extra or anything missing. So this bird path starts by noticing and being aware of your emotions. When we feel impatient, explore this feeling, this emotion. You know, when feeling impatient, it's easy to blame, to communicate dissatisfaction to put others down. So the bird path is to uh, turn these feelings like impatience uh, into a sense of awareness into care, uh, recognizing a need to make uh, changes to shift to be more clear. So this bird path is challenging. um, And it requires I think some aspiration, aspiration to practice. And on a deeper level, this practice, I think, goes beyond clear communication. It's the practice of being so comfortable in our own skins that we widen our perspective that includes caring for others, that includes an embodiment of selflessness. So the bird path is a way of uh, acting uh, more full functioning, having cultivating an unhindered body and mind, like a bird, soaring effortlessly and effectively, effectively, like a bird, soaring effortlessly and effectively. And the second practice that Dongshan recommends is the mysterious way. And this involves appreciating how much we don't actually know and finding comfort in this not knowing And at its heart, this is the powerful way to develop a greater comfort and effectiveness, right in the midst of change, and uncertainty, a skill that we all need right now. Uh, Practicing and embracing the mystery allows us to find our way with more ease and greater confidence, even when there um, aren't the usual road signs or patterns to rely on. So we're often making lots of decisions throughout throughout our day, uh, in our business lives, in our personal lives, without knowing what will happen, right? So we, we weave together the stories to make decisions, and we live our lives in, to make things as uh, explainable as possible. But underneath, we know there is tremendous uncertainty, that the world is mysterious, And and that, you know, fish swim in the sea, the sun rises and sets, Uh, we start businesses and work collaboratively with people, and things change and things change. Uh, This practice uh, of the mysterious way uh, reminds me of, you know, from um, uh, one of my books, uh, Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader. Uh, practice number three is don't be an expert, right, that none of us are experts in the realm of uh, relationships, human emotions, consciousness. So this is part of the mysterious way. When we appreciate the mystery in these realms, uh, we can be more uh, adventurous, learn to thrive, live with gusto right in the midst of uh, not knowing. And the third of Dangshan's practice is what he calls the open hand, right? This is a simple and powerful practice. It's the opposite of working and living with a closed fist, right? I've noticed that many people uh, often without even realizing it have their fists closed, their minds and hearts closed, working, living, approaching things with a sense of scarcity. Uh, avoiding stress and uncertainty. So this practice of the open hand involves noticing. It means noticing when our fists are closed, noticing our own clinging and rigidity and having the skill and courage to open your hand to yourself, to others, opening your heart and your mind. The practice of The open hand means seeing your work and your life as an offering, uh, responding generously to needs and problems, cultivating an attitude of care and service. So how do we work with these uh, practices? Um, So one way is to bring to mind current challenges, uh, situations at work or at home where something needs to be changed, and then to consider how you might integrate and work with these three approaches. You might uh, do some journaling, or just talk to someone about uh, what does the bird path look like? What does it mean to, uh, to leave no trace right in the midst of working with these challenges? Uh, How might you Uh, Use your energy more like a clean bonfire than a smoky bonfire, as uh, Zen teacher Shinru Suzuki says. And then second, um, you might write down and list the ways in which you can find ease and confidence right in the midst of uh, uncertainty. Right in the midst of the the mystery of how things happen. noticing causes and conditions, being aware of outcomes, but appreciating the mystery. And the third practice is, again, bringing awareness to any time you're showing up with a closed fist, noticing and opening your hand, you might even literally close your hand and make a fist, and then slowly open it, noticing, how does it feel when your fist when your hand is closed in a fist? How does it feel when you're opening, opening? So I want to um, end with a short poem by uh, Naomi Shihabnai that expresses, I think, this spirit of this Dongshan teaching about working with uncertainty. And the poem is called Uh, burning the old year letters swallow themselves in seconds notes friends tied to the doorknob transparent scarlet paper sizzle like moth wings marry the air so much of any year is flammable lists of vegetables partial poems orange swirling flame of days so little is a stone where there is something and suddenly isn't an absence shouts celebrates leaves a space i begin again with the smallest numbers quick dance shuffle of losses and leaves only the things i didn't do crackle after the blazing dies Where there is something and suddenly there isn't. An absence shouts, celebrates, leaves a space. I begin again with the smallest numbers. Quick dance, shuffle of losses and leaves. Only the things I didn't do crackle after the blazing dies. Welcome to the Zen Bones Puzzler, where I will regularly be presenting a story or a Zen koan or a poem, something to contemplate, to think about, a story that has purpose. It's about developing greater insight and reflection, not so much for a solution, but as a way to support your practice, a kind of meditation in daily life. So I want to introduce today's uh, Zen puzzler. Uh, this is um, one of my favorite parts of having done and doing this uh, Zen Bones podcast: is you know, introducing some lightheartedness and humor. So I'm always uh, happy to talk about the uh, Zen puzzler, right? To take a expression or poem or thought from the traditional or non-traditional Zen expression and see how we might apply it to our everyday lives to our relationships to our work. And today's Zen puzzler is one of my uh, an expression from Shinryu Suzuki in Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind that I come back to where he says, the best way to control your sheep or your cow is to give it a wide pasture the best way to control your sheep or your cow is to give it a wide pasture so interesting right this is much like what i was just talking about in terms of how to work with uncertainty and change and transition Uh, we generally want more control, right? We, we, and, and of course, you know, sometimes we need to control. Sometimes we need boundaries uh, to set clear boundaries. Um, there is, uh, there is often the right place and time for a certain amount of control. But here he's suggesting this paradox of, controlling by letting go of our usual sense of control, and instead, creating a wide pasture. And this might even start with ourselves, right? If we instead of trying to control our own thinking, what if we open our create a wide pasture for our own thinking, to have the courage and trust to see what happens? And this is also i think he's mostly here talking about in our uh, important relationships with our loved ones with family with people we work with uh, when we have a sense of discomfort and, and wanting to control to try creating a wider pasture giving people more space You know, and I think in this talk, he says, um, uh, it's important to pay attention. It's important to really, really pay attention to what happens when we try to control, what happens when we move from trying to control others to giving a wider pasture, that we express and give our care and our attention and our hearts but letting go of trying to, uh, to control in the usual way. So uh, this is, um, this is uh, the Zen puzzler. The best way to control your sheep or cow is to give them a wide pasture. So see, uh, see how that might go for you. Maybe try uh, practicing with it this week. Uh, thank you very much i hope you've appreciated today's episode to learn more about my work and my new book finding clarity you can visit my website marklesser.net m-a-r-c-l-e-s-s-e-r.net this podcast is offered freely and at the same time it relies on the financial support from listeners like you thank you very much